Jesus, I thank you for this privilege, Lord, of letting me pray, God, that I, Jesus, am your ambassador here today, standing here representing you, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am, the one who's coming back again, the one who came, died, and rose again on the third day. And I'm so privileged to stand here today. So thank you for this honor, Jesus. God, for those that came before us, like George Washington and Valley Forge and Abraham Lincoln, who sought after you in Gettysburg, Jesus, and the Founding Fathers in Independence Hall, Jesus, that sought after you and fasted and prayed for this nation to be founded on your principles and your words and your truths. God, forgive us. Jesus, we've lost sight of you. We've forgotten you, God, in our country. And we're asking you to forgive us, Jesus, that your promise and your word says that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, that you'll heal our land. Jesus, you are our only hope. God, I pray for our leader, Speaker Terzai, Leader Cutler, Governor Wolf, President Trump. Lord, thank you that he stands beside Israel unequivocally, Lord. Thank you that Jesus, that we're blessed because we stand by Israel and we ask for the peace of Jerusalem as your word says, God. We ask that we not be overcome by evil and that we overcome evil with good in this land once again. I claim all these things in the powerful, mighty, Name of Jesus, the one who, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, Jesus, that you are Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. This is CNT Talk. Every week, two friends debate the issues of the ages as we agree to disagree. It's never politically correct, but it's always entertaining. Join us tonight so you can sound knowledgeable at work tomorrow. We're smacking you upside the head with the hammer of truth. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. If you joined us late here, we started out a little different tonight. Uh, we started out with a prayer from uh, Representative Stephanie Brabitz. I forget what her last name is. Um, she gave a prayer a uh, week and a half ago in the Pennsylvania State House, which apparently offended those who don't care about Jesus. <laughs> I was going to um, say. That's way too many Jesuses she for said a Jesus lot of people. A lot. If you watch the video, the gentleman next to her kind of tapped her on her shoulder like it's time to move it along. Uh, apparently, there was a the first Muslim woman was being seated that day, and she was offended. Her family was offended, and apparently the ACLU was offended, um, to which I say, tough. I'm, why is it we're allowed to have all this other stuff, uh, you know, Ilan Omar is allowed to Separ- separation of church and state. Well, that's fine. That's fine. So then she shouldn't care that she's Muslim and this girl's this woman's a Christian. Her husband, this representative's husband, is actually a pastor. So shockingly, right. she said a prayer. She was asked to say the prayer. Right. <laughs> so like, so like, okay. I just thought I'd start out with that. It caught a lot of controversy yeah, here in Pennsylvania. I actually hadn't heard the recording of that, but yeah. yes, clearly uh, there would be many people who. Uh, Tough. Don't approve. They can <laughs> they can give a they Muslim can, prayer. Sure. I think they do. I think they do. I they think, invite all manner of. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's very ecumenical. Well, that's the problem. It, everybody's allowed except the Christians. They're not allowed to talk. Well, the thing bad. is, you can. The, the problem is, you know, I've said this before: is that if you just talk about God, people are okay generally. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about Jesus, like, wait, a, whoa, 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 hold whoa. up, hold up. Whoa. We don't need to hear about Jesus. That's, you know, that that's over the line. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, why was a Muslim concerned about Jesus? Isn't Jesus a prophet in the 
Muslim faith. Right. Well, exactly. So I'm confused as to why that was. Well, awful. and perhaps the whole shout out to Israel. Didn't I think go that over was well. it, right? I there. really think that's the bigger <laughs> issue. We can't be. We can't we, be side with Israel. Be, yeah, come on. Come on that's what gonna, are you thinking of? BDS, right? Um, correction. The last time we spoke, you and I both talked about uh, the. Wait, we need a correction. We did. One of our listeners, um, Mike H. After all of our layers of fact checking. Well, he fact-checked further for us. Let's put it that way. By the way, there aren't any layers of fact-checking. Not that we're aware of. We we look at stuff before we go on, but we're we're not fact-checking as we speak. Uh, He mentioned to me that there is an actual English female soccer league, not a premier league necessarily, but there's a professional English soccer league. For uh, women? For women. Is it on television? I don't know that is. (laughs) That wasn't fact-checked for me, but I'm sure... Once he listens to this, he'll let me know. He can't find the name of it because it's not. It's not. That's the EPL. a bad sign to begin with. Yeah, it's not the EPL like the the men's. Right. So I, I don't know what it's called, but it exists. So therefore, I stand corrected or sit corrected in this case. Uh, I thought I should share that with you in case that came up. Um, so we haven't talked in a couple about two weeks now. Nothing's happened really. Um, I, I would say, frankly. Nothing really has happened because what we've said for two and a half right. years is exactly what we are led to believe, at least by uh, General Attorney General Barr, that nothing happened. So Robert Mueller dropped his report, his 300-page report. It's 300 pages, Chad. There must be a lot of stuff in there. there that Well, there was a lot of interviews was with a lot of people. Mr. Barr has hidden all of the key things that <laughs> are going Barr. to allow us to He only gave us a four-page summary. Right. So obviously there's 296 right. pages of and hidden information. And that all supports the collusion narrative. <laughs> now, we don't know if that is a table of contents or references or title page, that 300 page. Regardless, whatever, he, according to Attorney General Barr, he's going to release by mid-April or sooner whatever he can. And there is some national security stuff that may be in there. Of that course. Obviously it's not going to be released, although the Democrats would say right. and, release and so it all. Remember, when, <laughs> remember back, what was this, a year ago? Uh, when the Democrats were saying we can't possibly release the memos relating to <laughs> wasn't it relating to the FISA applications? It was, it was. because oh, there's all of this now. You can't possibly be traitorous. You so they they didn't want that stuff released. And when it was actually released, there was nothing in it that could even be char- characterized as classified. And now they want a 300-page report immediately. We want it all released now. There's no concerns about national security, no concerns about privacy, no need to redact any names of people that, of course, there's probably hundreds if not thousands of people that are referenced in this report. No, no, no. Our, again, our, our principles are what they are, and if you don't like them, we'll have new principles in, in one or two just, seconds. Just give us a few seconds. So they all... They all thought Robert Mueller was their savior. Yes. He was going to give them everything they've asked for. And in the last week or so, he's kind of fallen short of their expectations. Oh, yes. I, I mean, Rachel Maddow almost started crying. How could you tell? Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> but you have to think about this. These people, it's a faith-based cult. Sure. So they don't really actually care about the facts. No. They've already decided 
They'd already decided for two years from the day that Trump was elected. Essentially, they had decided yes. that he colluded with Russia. Yes. And all they really needed well, was because Hillary four days later said right, he colluded with Russia, right. obviously. So all <laughs> they really needed Robert Mueller to do was to confirm their pre-existing conclusion. Seems simple And enough. now that he has failed them, well, <laughs> number one, he's not as popular anymore. Yeah. Well, he the one thing he was supposed to determine was collusion and he kind of punted on that well he didn't really punt he specifically said there is no evidence that i have not in the two years and the 2800 whatever witnesses and the eight gazillion subpoenas and my entire pack of democrat partisans oh and by the way i want to address one thing sure a couple of things so now what we're hearing is see all of you people, all of you people who were claiming that Mueller was <laughs> was running a partisan. Don't you you owe him an apology? No. no, 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 I don't. Now, look, Donald Trump has said things about Mueller and Donald Trump's way uh, that were probably I wouldn't have put it that way. Mm-hmm. But I've said from the beginning, any guy who was charged to be a special prosecutor who puts together a team that consists 14 prosecutors that consist not of a single Republican, Mm -hmm. of almost, I think there's nine or ten donors to Hillary Clinton's campaign or Barack Obama's campaign, his head bloodhound, uh, Weissman, (laughs) attended Hillary's election night party. Okay, He's the one that's tweeting out his admiration for Sally Yates. So... I immediately, when I look at that, because here the the minimal threshold for who should have been disqualified from participating in what's supposed to be a neutral uh, fact-finding prosecution mission, right, an investigation of the president. If you're a Democratic donor, you're not on the team. (laughs) If you have previously represented the opposing candidate, which multiple lawyers have, they had represented Hillary. They had represented her foundation. They had represented her employee, including the guy who set up her server at her house and then smashed two phones that were Hillary's while they were under congressional subpoena. If you've represented those people, you can't be on the team. And if it's entirely Democrats, maybe, you know, just maybe an attempt, maybe two Republicans. I don't know. Throw them a bone. You set that threshold. That's fairly straightforward. Of anyone who is interested not only in an actually fair process, but actually probably more importantly, the public's perception of your conclusions, whatever they are going to be, you want them to believe this has been a fair-minded, even-handed, nonpartisan investigation. How could anyone believe that based on the team that he put together? And so the fact that they have now exonerated Donald Trump that, Wait, do you consider exoneration? Absolutely. On okay. collusion, of course he's been exonerated. Okay. He's got nothing. Okay. The prosecutor's job, here, another point. He threw the Democrats a bone when he was talking about uh, obstruction of justice mm-hmm. because he basically said, I don't have any evidence of obstruction of justice, but I am not exonerating the president. They latched on, oh, oh, see? Okay. <laughs> Prosecutors don't exonerate. Prosecu- that is not the prosecutor's job. he was a job. prosecutor. No, no. He is a prosecutor. Prosecutors, Chad, do not exonerate people. Prosecutors do one thing. They say, we have enough evidence, or we don't, to substantiate 
the crime that has been alleged. That's all you do. But shouldn't he have said, I didn't, I found not enough evidence to. Well, he did say that. But I also don't, he also said, I don't think, I don't have enough evidence to say he didn't. No, 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 no. See, that's the game he's playing. Okay. There is no not enough evidence to say he didn't. Yes. Your job is to marshal prima facie evidence that he did. And, and he couldn't come and up with it. And if you can't, it's the end. He well, threw, why did Bart even have to comment on it then? Well, that's a very good that's a very good question in that if Mueller was going to punt on try to punt on that, what do we even need him for? But what he did is he gratuitously threw that in there because he knew all of his loyalists were going to be bereaved and wailing and crying that so oh but I I haven't exonerated him. It doesn't matter. Your report specifically says, according to the summary, oh, right, we haven't seen the report, and I think it's very likely that Attorney General Barr has lied and made up something the report doesn't say. Because well, Adam Schiff said. Because we're, right, because, of course, <laughs> gee, do you think we're going to actually find out what it does say? I would think so. Is the guy who authored the report still alive and willing to perhaps correct the record? I'm sure that there's a huge footnote in there that says, actually, Donald Trump was found in Gorky Park colluding <laughs> with the Russians. And Bill Barr just left that out, well, right? The point that bothers me is that we even had an obstruction. See, it's like you got to prove the first one. There has to be collusion yes. before you can obstruct the investigation of the non-collusion. So if there's no collusion, in you my can't opinion, have you can't have – Well, and in the opinion of a lot of, a lot of people – now. The um, how shall I say this? The more expansive theory of obstruction of justice that I think members of Mueller's team were pushing, of course, sure. is this notion that yes, well, even if there act, there isn't an underlying crime, you can still be guilty of obstruction if you have some sort of evil, mo- like Doctor Evil, <laughs> evil motive. <clears throat> but we already know, we already know from the facts of record before the report. That there's no obstruction. How do we know this? Because James Comey, who was fired, mm-hmm. had already testified that did he was asked under oath, Congress, um, did anything about the investigation stop after you were fired? Nope. No. Did Donald Trump, other than the one comment where he said, you know, I'd like you to take it easy. M- Michael Flynn's a good guy. Yeah. Um, did he ever intervene in any other fashion? Did he ever prevent you from doing anything? No, no. The investigation was ongoing. There, the legal definition of obstruction is not hopes that they don't investigate my buddy. No, <laughs> that's not obstruction. No. So there was ne- that was a joke from the beginning. The guy who was the impetus for the entire obstruction allegation, Comey, being fired. By the way, Mr. Comey, is the president entitled to fire you 24-7, 365 <laughs> days of year, for any reason whatsoever within his constitutional authority? Yes, absolutely, yes. yes. I don't think you can obstruct by firing someone who you have the absolute right to fire. Well, I think they're, they're reaching for the Nixonian era when Archibald Cox was fired prior to... But, all, all of the course, the out. key difference being what you pointed out at the beginning, which is there was actually an underlying yes. criminal offense. Yes. yes. Well, to, to me, when I hear obstruction, I hear something saying, I'm trying to stop you from getting to the truth. But if I didn't do anything, there's no truth right. that I can keep you from it's getting to. It's very clear that the reason 
that Trump was, in his usual fashion, apoplectic and angry and tweeting out is because he was innocent and he was justifiably ticked off that these people had spent two years trying to destroy his presidency mm-hmm. over a complete fairy tale. I, I heard something this week. They said, somebody said, does Comey or does uh, Mueller get an apology from Trump? Why? For what? Well, And I've heard this written in different places and Dr. Fia being one of them. You know, Mueller deserves an apology because he was just doing his job. And somebody said, you don't apologize to the witch hunter just because they didn't fund any witches. Yeah. You, oh, you believe still, me. It's it, not for – that still... was my point. It's not for lack of trying. No. Andy McCarthy, uh, who's probably been the most astute commentator on this – again, he's the guy that was a former federal prosecutor. He prosecuted the blind sheik for the 93 uh, bombing of the Twin Towers. A brilliant guy. And he made the point – when did Mueller and his team actually realize that there was no collusion? The day and before he spe- they were appointed. Right. He basically said <laughs> almost immediately. Yeah. And yet they drag this on mm-hmm. and on. And again, it, it was ridiculous. This made-for-TV paramilitary-style raids, that's an abuse, in my view, Mm -hmm. of his office and his responsibility. You have people who are 60-year-old men who are cooperating with counsel, and you're going to bust down their door with your SWAT team, and you're going to leak it to the CNN cameras. That was a joke. So I don't give Mueller any credit. If they could have found anything, they just didn't. They couldn't even come up with something, no matter the Herculean effort. You know, we're talking about Stormy Daniels. We're, we're trying to flip Michael Cohen. Flip him. They didn't, to flip. they didn't have anything there. And I am convinced that they spent two years. This could have been done in three months, right? I mean, the whole thing from the beginning, as we've said and many other people have said, <laughs> was a joke and a farce from the very beginning. Do you believe that Mueller couldn't come up with something on Trump because he couldn't interview Trump? Do you think he would? Do you think Trump oh, would have implicated oh, himself in something no, Trump, much like Flynn? Or that's the playbook, right? We yeah. couldn't come up with any. Sure, they got Paul Manafort because the guy's a sleaze bag sure. who had, you know, he was an unregistered foreign agent and he's making all this undeclared tax income in Russia. He's a sleaze. I don't care if Paul Manafort's in jail. None of them had anything to do with collusion. Not a single person. So could he? The reason he wanted to interview Trump, since number one, Trump is an inveterate liar, they want him under, not even under oath, they want him interviewing, giving what yeah. they would declare to be a false statement about some unrelated matter, whatever Just the so game plan, the, the same game plan that they use with Flynn. And of course, Trump's lawyers are not in a persistent vegetative state, so they didn't <laughs> allow him to do that. So sure, sure. Let's let have Donald sit down with you and your good faith team of sure. crack investigators for eight hours. <laughs> sure, it'll work. As out you well guys your then favorite. file your. Remember, we talked about this last yes. time. As then you look over your notes and then file your three hundred two, and then determine that there were statements that were inconsistent. Uh, you know, with what the truth is. Ridiculous. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. I just. I want to throw it out there so there was all, no doubt. And by the way, what apparently Trump's lawyers said to Muir's team appropriately was, what is the reason that you would be entitled to interview the president of the United States? Tell us what evidence yep. of what crime would justify 
Because you don't just get to demand to interview the president. Well, because I'm I'm the special prosecutor. So tell us you've found something that potentially implicates the no. president. Lay it out there for us. No. no, we have nothing. We just want to talk to him for eight hours. Would that be okay? Because <laughs> we figure we can get him on something. Right. Of course. The cr- he enough. lied about the size of the crowd at the inauguration. Well, Whatever. Yep. He lied to the FBI. There you go. I, it came out. Nothing changed uh, other than now apparently today there was, again, impeachment. Articles uh, introduced, and I'm like, uh, do you, what? On based on what? You no, don't like him? But no, but that's the thing. Okay, and I've read a lot of articles now of people saying, you know, the media, the media's got to take a, a long, hard look. They never. The assumption there is that these people were acting in good faith, and they just got it wrong. They knew it was a lie from the very beginning. Did you hear the interview with uh, Rudy Giuliani and Chris Cuomo? No. Cuomo saying we didn't get anything wrong. We did. So Giuliani says, you know, I think you owe you owe an apology to me and to the American people, you and your network. And Cuomo's like, never. We right. did nothing wrong. Never going to apologize because right. we did nothing wrong because they ginned us up for two and a half right. years. Because our job just is to, the story. Our job is to destroy the president. Yeah. And we've made no bones about that. We're not even journalists. No. We're an arm of the resistance. Yeah. We're Democratic operatives with bylines. Why should we apologize? We're doing our job. We're the propaganda arm. Of the right. Democratic we are the Party. propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. And so, again, this assumption that the media is going to somehow learn some lesson <laughs> and repent. Look, every single person that was reporting on this story uh, particularly in this sensationalistic way. You know, have you ever seen um, the supercut where they, they, they've they now got all these people? The, the latest, it's a bombshell. It's yes. the turning point. It's the walls are closing in. The news is tightening over and over and over. Uh, nothing. No. Nothing. And they knew this. They knew this. But you know what? Rachel Maddow's ratings went up by oh, 800 yeah. gazillion percent. And now they're so down again. To that's the reason. I saw a supercut of Keith Oberman. Yeah. Who is not a... Hard-hitting journalist, even though I think he thinks he is, and it was five minutes of liar, liar. This guy's a liar. Oh, He's a criminal. He's a liar. Cla- yeah, you have Clapper and Brennan making statement after statement. He's committed treason. He's an asset of the Russian government. He and his family are going to be frog marched out of the White House. Essentially, they will be arrested. Mm-hmm. Making these kind, of, these were not statements about we need to see it where the evidence leads. They were stating day after day after day. He is colluding. He's a traitor. He's committed crimes. We've seen insinuating by virtue of their high-level contacts, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how about this incestuousness? So you've got these guys who – Brennan's the one that actually started all this thing with the dossier. He seeds this. He's now working as an analyst. So he's neck deep in this. <laughs> CNN is using him as an analyst, and he's basically saying, you got to trust me because I'm a – I'm a spook. Yeah. I know, I know all this stuff. stuff. Listen, I can't I can't mention it now, but yeah. believe me, I've looked at the Wilford Brimley pass me the secret <laughs> file. I have seen I have seen the incriminating photographs of him with Putin at the massage parlor. How do these I mean, again, these many of these people should be in jail. Yeah, uh, but because, they won't be. And that's one other thing about Mueller, you know, Mueller, Mr. Integrity. Every time that you would bring up to somebody um, I think the investigation was predicated on whether or not there was criminally sanctionable collusion with a foreign enemy. Why are they doing all this? And what you would hear is, no, the Rosenstein memo allowed him to investigate any other related crimes, parking tickets, seen that memo. overdue library books, whatever. Okay. Uh, first of all, 
I think that's nonsense. But isn't it fascinating that Robert Mueller apparently has not expended a single hour? He's got his task force investigating, for instance, huh, maybe we should look into the fact that the DNC and the Clinton campaign paid a million dollars or more, funneled it through a law firm to Fusion GPS to cook up a dossier that was sourced entirely by high-ranking or semi-high-ranking members of the Russian government. Maybe we should have looked into that. Huh, that's odd. Or maybe we should be looking into why hundreds of people were unmasked by Obama administration officials like Susan Rice and Samantha Power, who claimed she had 260 unmasking requests and said, I act, those weren't me. That was the that was the other guy, the man that snuck into my office yesterday wearing the Russian hat. Why are we investigating those people for a felony? Yeah. Why aren't we investigating how all of this stuff got leaked to the press? Also a felony. Mm-hmm. They just seem very incurious about that side of the ever expanding investigation. That's so so well, odd to me. Let's throw this out there. And people kind of forget this part, but the twenty sixteen election took place under Obama's administration. You know, the, the CIA and the FBI were all under his control and they claim they started this in july of 2016 yeah prior to the election and somehow didn't seem to get anything done so after the election after it was already perpetrated that's when they got on the case that's when they figured out so why is obama skating free on all this because Guess what? You're just as responsible, dude. Remember the Trump Tower meeting, right, yeah. with Don Jr.? Well, wait a minute. The lawyer, Veselnitskaya, the woman that they met with, she was working with Glenn Simpson of Fusion GPS, and they had a meeting both the day before and the day after the Trump Tower meeting. Wait a minute. Mm. Hold on. Seems like a trap. I'm trying to understand this, though. But meeting with Russian lawyer bad. Yes, only if you're a Republican. So wouldn't Mueller, I wonder why Mueller, did Mueller ever interview Glenn Simpson? Probably Why not. are you meeting Didn't with Russian him. lawyers? Didn't need him. Anyone who meet with Russian lawyer, obvious traitor. Anyone who is in Russia doing business, obvious traitor. Sure. See, so again, when I'm, when I'm told that Robert Mueller is a man of unimpeachable integrity, huh, the Maybe. way that he has conducted this investigation makes me skeptical <laughs> of that claim. And again, the fact that he couldn't manage to come up with some pretext to claim there was collusion doesn't change my perspective on that one little bit. So there's two other things. Uh, Carter Page, remember him? Right. Yeah. Nothing. Carter Page, who is the guy that they surveilled him for a year. They got four (laughs) separate FISA warrants on this guy, kept renewing the warrant. They didn't even indict him. He's got to be the squeakiest clean man in the Western Hemisphere. A year. Now, you know who filled out the, the last FISA warrant on him? Take a guess. Who? You mean who approved it? Rosenstein, I thought. Correct. Yeah. So... Sessions had to recuse himself, (laughs) but Rosenstein didn't. He actually put through the FISA warrant, but he didn't have to recuse himself. Sessions did because he had met with the Russian ambassador. Yeah. I'm I'm confused. What does that mean? Because that doesn't make any sense to me how he could not have a conflict of interest when he's... Am I missing something? Yeah, yeah, there's uh the whole thing stinks. Yeah. Uh there's multiple people 
that should be hauled in front of Congress, that should be investigated, starting with James Comey, Andrew McCade, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Bruce Orr. You go down the list, mm-hmm. Brennan, Clapper. Brennan and Clapper have already admitted they have lied to Congress <laughs> under oath. Yeah, and they didn't go to jail. No, of course not. Who cares about that? But if you, Michael Flynn, uh-huh. who is in, who's interviewed by FBI agents for having a conversation with Kislyak, who is the Russian ambassador. Flynn is the incoming national security advisor. Entirely appropriate. They have already wiretapped the conversation so they know what was said. We're not even sure what he supposedly lied about. This guy is basically had his life ruined. He owes $5 million in legal fees. His family's been destroyed. And yet you got these two, Brennan and Clapper, running around on CNN talking sure. heads. Again, this is the reason that trust in the government, trust in the media is at an all-time low. And this is also a reason, as you alluded to, if the um, cray-cray caucus continues to push impeachment, uh-huh. continue Adam Schiff continues mm-hmm. to push this delusion. Donald Trump is rubbing his hands in glee because that's exactly what he wants to have as a campaign. The main campaign issue. I've been exonerated. Robert Mueller found nothing. And these people are still pursuing the witch hunt. Yeah. Let's see how that plays in Peoria. Probably not going to play so well. Just as a side note, they did take a vote on the Green New Deal. Oh, and, yes. And, and each of the Democrats, except for Joe Manchin and uh, Kim right. Willowood, voted present. Right. They had well, a chance to vote they on were the very, record. AOC, AOC was very angry about this. This is a yes. stunt. You are making me take a public vote on my proposed. Well, not her because it was the Senate. But the point being. No, but no, you're, you're right. You're making people yeah. vote on my proposed Green New Isn't Deal. Isn't that what she wanted? Which, which, by the way, the clock is ticking. We're down to 11 years, yeah, you know, 17 hours. But isn't that what they wanted, a vote on it? No, 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 no. Oh, you, I'm confused. It was just. It's, it's just, just to send out hashtag gotcha, memes. Gotcha. We don't actually want to vote on this. You expect oh. us to actually take a public position on something this ridiculous? So even the leftists were upset with the Democrats for not even voting. Just by the way, present. did you see Mike Lee? Uh, his present. Oh, oh yeah, with the Reagan so, on a dragon. With right, so Mike Lee <laughs> in the uh, on the floor of the Senate, uh, to his credit, basically stood up and for 13 minutes just vicious mockery of the Green New Deal. And what he, he said is, he said, you know, Mr. President, because he's not talking to Trump, he's talking to the President uh, of the Senate. I'm here today to essentially treat the Green New Deal proposal with all the seriousness that it deserves. <laughs> and so then he's he's showing these blown up pictures of uh, like one of the things he says is, you know, the Green New Deal is very concerned about CO2 and they want to ban air travel. How would we get across the vast expanse of something like Alaska? I know Tauntauns. Now, if you don't know what Tauntauns are, they're Empire these yes, yep. yeah, Star Wars creatures. And so he has this big blow up of, uh, I think, Han Solo or Luke on a Tauntaun. And then he said, well, but, you know, how would we get to Hawaii? We can't do the Tauntauns. We're going to have Aquaman on a 20-foot seahorse. So he's got a picture of Aquaman from the Super Friends. Uh, it was it was classic. It was very, and he did it with a straight face. And of course, they they, they like were that. not amused. No, they didn't think that was funny. So that was just an aside. So we wanted to talk about further erosion of of public trust. Um, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> so let me let's set up because we didn't really talk about Jesse Smollett before. First, he's a 
actor, and I use air quotes because I've never actually seen him. Apparently he's on a show called Empire. Is that on HBO? Uh, I think it's on Fox. But I've never seen it. Oh, wait, it's an actual it's it's an an network actual TV? network TV show. Okay. He's, in a, he's, a, you know, he's on the show. Let's put it that way. He didn't like how Well, but he's making a million out. bucks a year. Okay, he's a t- Yeah. Whatever. So he, he sends himself white powder and a threatening letter through the mail. Okay. That's mail fraud. That's, that's a right. federal offense. Uh, then the next day, he gets beat up by two... Was it the next day? A day or two later. It wasn't too long after. Well, no, because the letter didn't generate... Yeah, it didn't get the, the response he wanted. Right. The, the, apparently, they can tell the difference between talc powder right. and... Right, so he had to up his game. Other things. So he goes back to Chicago, and at, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I need a Subway sandwich. Now, again, he's a he's semi-famous TV actor... At 2 a.m., he's getting his own sandwich. Unlikely, it's like 19 degrees below in Chicago. He's getting his own sandwich at 2 a.m. But, but, of course, that's what he does. And he claims he was beat up by two MAGA-wearing gentlemen. MAGA hat, white MAGA white, hat-wearing Trump supporters. Who poured chlorine on him and put a noose around his bleach, neck. Bleach, yes. Well, bleach, yes. Yes. Which, yeah. And put the noose around his put neck. Put a noose around his neck. He gets back to his apartment. 45 minutes later... Talks to the police, still wearing the noose, still claiming this still is all. Still had his sandwich. Still had his sandwich <laughs> and the noose around they his are neck. Not, you are not taking <laughs> my need it. Italian BMT. I'm, you can I'm, hang me with your noose, but I'm holding on to my sandwich. I'm assuming it was a cold sandwich to start with. I don't yeah. know what he had. Goes through the whole thing. Police investigate for two weeks and then realize, wait a minute. There's a video of this and it's two black guys beating him up. Finds out it's two Nigerian brothers who worked on the set of Empire who are threatened with, hey, we're going to prosecute you. Go, oh, wait, he paid us $5,000. No, 3500 Oh, 3500 which, which, huh? which he wrote them a check. He wrote them a $3,500 check. Yeah. And they have the receipt of the noose and, yes. I guess, the bleach or whatever they he told them to go get it. Yes. And he got phone calls to them before and after the attack. <laughs> All right. You know, the... the uh, the uh, grand jury comes back, 16 counts. Yeah. Now, they overcharge. Of- I mean, the 16 counts are inflated. But nevertheless, the guy committed multiple felonies. It wasn't felonies. none. He committed multiple felonies. Yes. So they go, okay, we're going to throw the book at this guy. The police chief's happy. Rahm Emanuel, who's the mayor of Chicago, in case you don't know, for a little bit longer. He's happy. And then out of the blue, this last week, the prosecutor decides, you know, other people in this situation, we probably just drop the charges. We're just going to drop the charges. Now, he comes out. And I didn't put the clip on because I couldn't listen to him speak. Doesn't tell the police chief. Doesn't tell the mayor. And they're, they're blindsided. Jesse Smollett comes out and says, I would not be my mother's son if I didn't tell the <laughs> truth, the whole truth. I've been saying the whole truth the whole time. We're like, what? Are, are you are you watching the same thing? We're watching it. Are you in a different room? Because this is, you're guilty. Okay. The prosecutor said he was guilty and still dropped the charges. Right. Well, and again, there's a couple things that we need to highlight with Yes. This. This wasn't just a plea deal. Okay, no. a plea deal is Jesse Jesse Smollett oh, uh, yeah. has to come out and say, "I'm very very sorry that I, I did it. engaged <laughs> in this frivolous, you know, harmless little uh, dramatic skit. Um, I was under I was under a lot of pressure. Blah blah blah. And then even then it would be outrageous. And then they could say, "Okay, fine." You've done some community service. Oh, they made him forfeit his uh, his bond, his $10,000 bond. It's yeah. going to kill him. Yep. Um, they completely expunged this. 
He didn't even have to plead. Nope. So they allowed him to stand there and say, I have been vindicated. I haven't done anything. <laughs> and the judge sealed the entire file. Yes. So that means no one can know <laughs> what the evidence was. That never happens. No. Never. It's a public record. It's a criminal docket. Yeah. Okay. The person who orchestrated all of this, um, most people well, surmise, the lead prosecutor's woman name, I think her first name is Kim Fox. F-O-X-X. Yes. She is very tied in to the Obamas. How so, Tony? Yes, because the there's another woman who Chen? is, uh, yes, T-C-H-E-N is her last name. Mm-hmm. Is it Tina? Yeah, she is the uh, She's an advisor, chief of staff, chief of staff Michelle Obama. Michelle. Initially, early on, there were texts or emails between her and Fox, essentially from Chen saying, hey, um, you know, Smollett's a good guy. We'd love to sort of have you help us out here. Fox says those come to light. Oh, I'm going to recuse myself. <laughs> well, wait a minute. What does that mean? So she's just sort of now moved to the other control room as her underling then <laughs> negotiates this deal. And then all of a sudden this guy, no plea. In fact, the best part is apparently his community service consisted of a weekend working at Jesse Jackson's rainbow push extortion operation. <laughs> and now he's that. done. Yeah. Uh, 16 hours, $10,000, and it all goes away. Well, you know when people like David Axelrod are tweeting out that this is as corrupt as it gets? It's Chicago. This is the Chicago way. And ironically, here's my take on this. Smollett is actually, this is worse for him than if he had pled guilty and taken some of his medicine. Because this is sort of like OJ in the sense, obviously, (laughs) he's not a murderer. Everyone knew that O.J. killed two people in cold blood. The fact that an idiot jury, after nine months, decided he didn't, everyone still knew. He's a pariah. Yeah. I don't. You already saw Chris Rock was apparently at some NAACP thing, yeah. and he was mercilessly so mocking SNL this was guy. Not making fun of him. Right. So everyone knows he did it, and this is almost worse because not even the people that would normally support him uh, you know you've got the dead enders who oh he's innocent they, they they're like this is ridiculous yeah. you know th- this is beyond we can't even get behind this because it's so absurd well it is absurd and and here's i have a thought so Rahm Emanuel comes out and says this is a miscarriage of justice there's no way this should happen and he says it with a straight face so i'm not sure he's he's still connected to obama correct yeah, so, but he, so, so what like there's something he's, there no he's a lame duck so, mayor so here's what here's my theory and I'm not the only person to say this, so maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. Mueller drops his turd, his stinking turd, and everybody goes, oh, crap, including Obama and his wife, going, oh, no. They're going to start looking at us now because something happened. Let's get Smollett off. That'll take they'll take the Mueller, little sting out of the Mueller investigation. Well, you, you think it's sort of like a misdirection? We're going to all concentrate on Smollett? Yeah, the, no. the tail wagging the dog. No, because it's not a big enough story. The aspirin factory for Clinton. It's not, it's not a big enough story. It's just. <laughs> well, it's not a big enough, but it, it, it gets you thinking about something else for nah, a while. Nah, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't think so. I just think this is the, this is standard operating procedure then in how Chicago. Did they, then how, how did anybody with a functioning cerebrum think this was not going to cause issues? It doesn't, they don't care. They don't care. What, what issues is it going to ultimately cause? Well, let's see. The state's prosecutor. Really, really upset the police chief of Chicago. Okay. Why does he care? 
Why does she care about what he's? Thinks? Why does Fox care? Well, because they got to work together, don't they? No. Oh, okay. No, they never have to work together. Listen, this is all about who has Emmanuel's the, nothing. Who right has the more powerful supporters? So when when Michelle Obama through her conduit, Tina Chen says, "I want you to fix this." That's what happens. Or whoever it was. I mean, obviously we're speculating. Maybe Michelle Obama had nothing to do with it. Although those communications exist, there are definitely ties there. The reality is they don't care. They're so brazen about how corrupt this was. It doesn't even matter to them. I, I agree with that, but I just can't, I can't fathom how somebody thinks it's okay. They're going to get away with this. I just can't. Here's fathom one that. other thing to point out is that Kim Fox um, I re- did a little reading on her. She's another one of these critical race theorists. Mm-hmm. So she's imbibed all of this identity politics balona. And I think that her perspective, even as a prosecutor, is essentially that, listen, the whether or not there was a crime, whether or not there was a hoax doesn't really matter because the larger narrative is true. I mean, I, I really think that that's the way that she looks at because she has apparently had other highly publicized uh, cases where she let people off okay. with sweetheart deals that made absolutely no sense. And again, here's the thing. Our law schools are producing people like her mm-hmm. and like whoever Mosby, the prosecutor in Baltimore, mm-hmm. where for them, their Doesn't entire matter. worldview, individual justice, right? Criminality, guilt, not guilt. That doesn't really much matter. What <laughs> matters is consciousness raising the larger cause. And so if she looks at Jesse Smollett and says to herself, well, it's probably a hoax, but it could have happened. And <laughs> well, the lawyers, Jesse's, Jesse's lawyers said, we think possibly the yeah. attackers were wearing black masks, but he could see the whites under their eyes because the masks. Or I thought really they said them. they were in white face. They were in white face underneath the black right. masks or white face over the black. Actually, faces. here's the other thing that always cracked me what up. What is white face? Well, it's, you put white makeup on. I mean, wouldn't you look like a clown? I don't know. Um, I always I love the bleach. Yeah, what's the bleach for? Well, because actually, to his credit, uh, Trevor Noah, who's uh, who's certainly no conservative, but he even knew that this was ridiculous. So he actually, I saw some snippet of his show where he basically did a dramatization of these buffoons and their, their plot. Yeah. And, and one of the guys is basically saying, you know, the guy that's playing Smollett is saying, you know, what, what's the bleach? And, and these two guys there, cause the brothers I think are from South Africa, Nigeria uh, or Nigeria. Yeah. And the guy's like, we are so racist. We want to turn black people white. <laughs> There you go, and that's go. that's apparently that's, that's apparently the thought process. Wow, they're you're so racist. That's right, bleach. <laughs> we we can't accept racist. that they're still black. Yes. Turn them white. I, I brought a noose. I I wore my MAGA hat for the assault, and I brought bleach. Yep. And we were out. We were just out <laughs> at, at two in the morning. Sub zero. By the way, looking for black looking guys. for some <laughs> random D list actor. How did they even know he was going to Subway? Why is anybody going to – where's a 24-hour yeah, subway? Do those I don't know. exist? But they apparently knew. They must have surveilled him for months yes, to get were. down his patterns. Every second Thursday, he goes and <laughs> gets the – Early uh, morning subway right, run. Oh, that's right. Wow. Anyway, so let's move on to something I think might, might bother you. Um, Nothing bothers me. House Bill 
House Bill 0768. Hmm. That, that does mean bother to me. You? Those numbers bother me. <laughs> does it mean anything to you? House Bill 0768. No, it means nothing to me. Okay. Well, it's going through the Pennsylvania House right now. It's with the Judicial Committee. Guess what it has to do with? <clears throat> um, I don't know. Endangered pandas. Pennsylvania Firearms Registration Bill. Oh, yes. I read about this. <clears throat> so for those of you who are not in the know, great state of Pennsylvania, which we reside, uh, wants to do a $10 per gun per year background check. You have to register everything, do all the background check, just like you purchase sure. again every year for each gun. You have to have them disassembled, unloaded with trigger guards on, and you can be arrested if you don't. Right. That's charged with a felony. How are they going to get into your house? Well, to that's find a good out? question. That's not that's really spelled out in the here. right. If you move, you have forty eight hours to tell them where you sure, moved. That's going to happen. <laughs> this is what Governor Wolf thinks is a good idea. Yeah, this well, is going to stop gun violence. Well, it's not about stopping gun violence. It's, Sounds like I mean, a money maker dream. to me. They, they, right? They, they want a gun registry. This is what they've always wanted. It's never going to pass in Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, this is just their latest. They, they again, these people never stop. They're thwarted at one point, and they'll just continue with this this kind of thing. We'll see more of this. Well, I, I just wanted you to know that it's out there, and there's, yeah. there's people coming for your guns. Hopefully, they never get them. But that was right. Out there. And of course, they always say nobody's coming for your guns. They kind of, oh, they kind of are. Kind of are. <laughs> Ten dollars per year per gun. That gets a little excessive for some of the people I know. Right. Well, I'm if, sure if they actually do. I'm it. sure they'll fully disclose and, and, all of their. And not knowing the gun wasn't registered is a felony. Right. And trying to sell a gun that's unregistered is a felony. Right. Because, lots, lots of felonies. So I. You should probably take and and as usual, order. as with every one of these initiatives, it is going to have a dramatic impact on the criminals who don't <laughs> abide by any of this. Yes. See, the it's not a bug. It's a feature that all the law-abiding people are the ones that are going to be yes. subject to this. Yes. Well, I'm not sure how, unless you are bragging about how many guns you have. Oh, you can't take an unregistered gun to a shooting range. Right. It has to be registered. Apparently, the cops uh-huh. are going to sit there and check each gun as it yep. walks in. So yep. unless they're coming into your house, I'm not really sure how they're going to know what guns you well, have. Well, that'll be the next. I'm sure there's going to be legislation to repeal the Fourth Amendment. Um, sure. Or, you know, to circumvent that. Uh, Why not? Right. It's, the, un- it's the unregistered sure. gun loophole or sure. something. Yeah. Yes. You look like you, you're you a registered Republican, therefore we're going to come and take That's your right. Guns. Maybe that is it. Yeah. yeah. Like we, your neighbor reported an NRA bumper sticker. That yeah. gives us probable cause to search your gun safe. Yes, if you don't, if a sticker, my neighbor has a sticker that says "not a liberal." Also, apparently. you have rented many Charlton Heston movies. <laughs> uh, that's also a red flag. <laughs> yes, uh, MIA. You've got a lot of Chuck Norris. So just keep that in mind. Hopefully, it never passes it's with the Judiciary Committee in the Pennsylvania House. So hopefully, that's where it dies. Uh, we haven't talked about. We've got kids. We're, we're worried about getting them into college at some point. I'm sure. No, um, I already said the the boys are in the NBA. I mean, that's boys are in the we're NBA. Set. Yeah, uh, uh, we haven't decided what our well, my my daughter's going to the convent or something. I don't know. What WNBA? We're, no, no WNBA for her. <laughs> so convent. He's not Catholic, but she's yes, going to the that's convent. Right. That's okay. <laughs> so unlike other people in this country, we expect that our children are going to have to study for the SATs and. Get in on their merits, not on anything else. I can't donate a building. I don't know about you. I don't have the money to donate for a building on any campus anywhere. Well, a Lego building, I could. Yeah, I could do a. I could do a miniature dollhouse. I could be a very ornate Lego building. By <laughs> could the way, could be very ornate. 
But some people in this country feel that it, you don't really need to worry about that. We'll just pay to get in. So if you live, again, living under that rock, you probably already heard about this. I want to get our take. Does it, does it diminish a college entrance when you know there's people that are paying to get their kids in, to get on sports teams that they've never even participated in? Crew, for example. Again, Lori Laughlin paid a half a million dollars to get her two daughters into USC to get on the crew team. One of they've never been on crew, they've never rode right. crew in their life. One of the daughters has an Instagram account. Isn't she some like social media? She was. They they took all our sponsorships okay. away. But the point was, she got on right as she was entering college. And said, "I don't plan to go to any classes." Sure. sure. Well, she just wants the experience, the partying. Yes. But is USC that hard to get into that you need to pay a half a million dollars? I, I to get guess, your kid I guess or, it depends who these, you are. Are these two daughters adults that they can't get in? Yeah. At all? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. Ever, I've never seen I mean, her I Instagram account, but I can sympathize a little bit with the Harvard, the Yale, but USC. Some of the sound bites I've seen of her probably not pursuing a degree in astrophysics. Well, just... Now, here's the thing: none of the kids have been expelled oh. to this point. Well, maybe they didn't. The know. coaches have been fired. Everybody's getting arrested, and I guess they got 49 arrested. There's a couple hundred that they're going to go after, but all the kids are there. Now, I did hear one child say. I, did, I know you guys hate me, but I didn't know anything about it. And To which I say, BS, because you knew your grades sucked and you knew you weren't actually an athlete and somehow you got into an athletic program you didn't yeah, ever participate that, in. I, I suspect you maybe you had a smidgen yeah. of a clue. Maybe you didn't ask for your parent to do that, but you did know it wasn't right. I mean, you are an adult at this point. I'm sure you kind of figured Why it out. Why did I get this letter from the coach of the... Yes. Crew team, welcoming Tennis. me. Is that the Don't worry ball? about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what's your thoughts on this? Does that mean, it, to me, it feels like what I've said about higher education for a long time. It's overpriced and it's exclusive for the sake of being exclusive. Not because I heard somebody say, well, you get an A at Harvard that, or you get a, a C at Harvard. That's like an A anywhere else. I'm like, no, it's still a C. It doesn't change just because of the name on the top of the, the degree. I, that's I'm I'm just kind of frustrated with all this because I'm surrounded by people worried about their kids going to college, and obviously, yeah, I don't know. It, it just I mean, me. there's nothing about this that surprises me at all. No, uh, and, and you opened this up by pointing out that there's a long-standing tradition mm-hmm. of people donating buildings who their entire family tree gets to go to wherever they want. So money always buys you access. So why is this? A, why is this a crime exactly? What's the crime? Um, that's you know that's a very good question. Um, it's a, apparently it's a federal. It's a federal crime because of money that schools. I mean, get. it's certainly immoral. Yes, uh, there's it's a, an extreme lack of integrity, hypocrisy. You name it. Yeah, I'm not really clear on what the crime is either. I mean, I guess you could probably make the argument that because federal funds are involved, right, and you're gaming the system, so thereby there's got to be some argument that, you know, you have violated something, and and maybe the forms that you fill out are for any, but see, these people aren't applying for student aid. I don't know. They're not getting I haven't paid enough attention. This sort of reminds me of the uh, the prosecutions that just happened with the sneaker guys, yes, right, where they were they were paying good oh, paying players to go play for these schools. Now, again, my question immediately was, that's a crime. Yeah. What is the crime? 
I got you're, my kids to wear the giving, sneakers you gave me. You're giving a kid money, okay, I get that, to go to a school and play basketball. Now that sounds sordid and sleazy and underhanded, and it's the you know the dank underbelly of college sports. I get that. It's certainly a violation of the NCAA rules. How do the NCAA rules become codified as federal criminal statutes? Yep, I don't understand that at all. I, There's two guys that are now sitting in jail. Were they lying to the, the FBI? Maybe. Well, not no, because they were spearheading. Uh, There's these Adidas reps that were doing this, and again, they might be slimy. That's a crime. Yeah, that, I, that's what I was. I'm like, I can understand the immoral part. I don't understand the crime part, and I don't understand what's going on here. And 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 Lynn Swan, athletic director at USC, says he's not resigning, but two kids got in on a program that you oversee. Yeah. And, and and if the co- how are the college is not accountable, I could actually see his point though. Like, I don't watch like, over crew. I'm the, yeah, I'm the athletic director. Yeah. How am I supposed to know that the we fired the guy who's running the crew team, by the way, at USC? Crew, not exactly the premier sport. <laughs> you sure? Okay? Yeah, this is a shocking development. <laughs> We're never going to overcome the disgrace of the crew team. So what's he supposed to do? How is he? I mean, the crew team, in terms of the totem pole there, uh, I'm not even sure if he knew who the coach was. Probably didn't care. But why is the school probably not? You know they had a crew team. I didn't know they had a crew team. I always, I only thought that happened in Boston and New York. Well, I was going to say, is that an I East Coast was, thing? I thought it was. I didn't realize Isn't the West like, Coast had you know, crew. The, the Thurston Howells of the world, they're at so, Penn. It's and always, it's Georgetown. It's and, Regatta, yeah, whatever. Something like that. They're surfing but, out at but USC. Ha, but how is the school not held accountable? They admitted these By kids. what, the NCAA? Well, who, I mean, who are you talking about? I don't know. By whomever is also holding the parents accountable for doing the same thing. The parents paid, bribed somebody to put their kid in school. The school accepted them. Who's doing the the fair balance again, on that? I don't. I have not paid close enough attention because, to this. Again, they got them on the crew team, but they still had to get into the school. That means admissions well, had to do something. Well, and it's also just a little bit bothersome to me that you know we've got the FBI expending years of resources, uh, you know, with multiple undercover agents, mm-hmm. wiretaps. Really. I mean, I get it. So it's a bunch of scuzzy people, Hollywood elitists, who well, the are crack team was on the Mueller investigation. Who are major hypocrites? Uh, who have sure. who have no scruples whatsoever? We get it. Yeah, I, this is what the FBI is doing. Apparently, that's Lori uh, Laughlin is going on the most wanted poster for. Apparently, I, I don't know. I I can't even really get myself even a little bit upset about it because, of course, that's going on. I just assumed it was buying the buildings. I didn't assume. I assume people pulled strings all the time to get their kids. And it's into not always school. about money either. No. I mean, you can get into schools because of the people you know. Yeah, you have the right sponsor, the right political, the p- right political contacts. Next, you're going to tell me see perhaps Barack Obama, <laughs> and he's not the only one. You know, people would say, "Look at George Bush, the Bush sure. family." Sure. Uh, so this this is just another method by which people that have money, power, influence. Yeah, guess what? Life isn't fair. So, Should they be doing this? No. No. So next you're going to tell me that people, it's who you know to get jobs. It's not what you know. Gee. So I never thought about that. That's depressing. Wow. Okay. It just sounds like it's the normal way the world works. I didn't realize this was special. I mean, look, is this going on everywhere? No. Are there students that are legitimately getting into school? Absolutely. Are sure. there schools that didn't participate in this? Absolutely. Sure. But 
look, higher education is a mess. Oh, yeah. I mean, on a whole bunch of levels, and this is just another another black eye. But if you're asking me, does any of this at all, you know, oh, what a shock that this is going on? No, of course not. <laughs> I would assume that this is going on all the time. You should be. You should be. That's all I got, Tony. You got anything else you wanted to? Um, did we? Uh, who did we pick for the? Uh, I think I picked. Duke Carolina, which is now going up in flames. That's not going to happen for no. you. Did I? Yeah. I think I picked Tennessee, Michigan, but that didn't happen. That's either. not going to happen either. <laughs> I will say that if you're anyone who enjoys college basketball and have been watching March Madness and you haven't watched the performance by Carson Edwards of Purdue, uh, they just lost in the Elite Eight to Virginia. I would encourage you to Google, just put Carson Edwards highlights. There's about a two-minute clip. One of the most ridiculous shooting performances. Did you see I did. this game? I did. He I made, saw the clip. I now, didn't first of all, game. he's playing Virginia. In the modern era of Virginia, if you're going to pick a team that, number one, they're known for their, their defense, they're probably the best perimeter defensive team in the country, have been for a number of years under Tony Bennett. The idea that anyone, any yes, any (laughs) perimeter player, you're going to say, what's the least likely team that they're going to go off against? It's Virginia. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he basically should have gotten Purdue to the final four, except for this miracle play at the end that sent the game into overtime. And he made 10 threes. And the thing is, he was making these three pointers from 28, 29. I'm not exaggerating. 30 feet from the basket. He was shooting them. From the logo, okay, if you know anything about a basketball court, there's the NCAA logo right in the middle, really <laughs> far away from the basket, yeah. and he is literally standing at the edge of the logo and firing. It, it was incredible. It was absolutely Hardly incredible. anybody in his face because nobody expected him to shoot from there. It's well, unusual. actually, most of them were highly contested. Yes, if the guy's pulling up from 30 feet. <laughs> You're like, okay, you You know, Steph Curry shot, is man. the guy that does this in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, the it, NBA. Was, it was amazing. Isn't the NBA 28 and a half feet? Three point line? No, it's not that far. No, no, okay, no, because the um, I can't remember now. The college line is twenty three. Okay. The NBA twenty four something. Maybe I can't it's remember. Now, something. Like no, it's not twenty eight. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't it's know. not even twenty five. I'm sure somebody will correct us. <laughs> so Whatever it is, no, twenty eight feet is about four feet beyond the line. Okay. Thirty feet is about six feet beyond the line. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not twenty eight feet. Okay, I I sit corrected probably. No, not probably. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely definitely corrected. This one he's confident on. Yes. Women's professional soccer in Europe, not so sure, but this he's confident on. But I'm also also confident that they're not on television. (laughs) I would say you're probably right. If if they are, it's one of these, like, you know, cable access channels or something. uh, Mike H., if you could tell us who it is, if they're on TV somewhere, because I couldn't find anything. If you find out that they're on TV, let us know. And (laughs) where we can watch them. Because Tony wants do, to watch. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any Steelers updates? Any curmudgeonly uh, gripes currently about the Steelers? I mean, I guess it's all over now. Well, it's not all over, but I think Ben needs to not be on the radio. Okay, his radio show. I'm going to say not be on the team. Uh, that that's a that ship has sailed. He's apparently on the team. No, get off the radio. Stop talking. And and they've given him permission to talk, but I think they should revoke that permission. Just stop talking. I know it's uh, he doesn't need the money to be on radio. He doesn't need the fame. He's doing somebody a favor. Just just stop. Just focus on the season. Focus in the locker room. The less he shoots his mouth off, the better the team is, I, I, I feel. Because obviously we, 
we both run sports teams. You keep it in house. You don't. Are, are the Steelers the- going to have a better record next year than they did this year? No. So their record this year was what? They were nine and seven. So they're going to be worse than nine and seven. Yes. Are they going to be five hundred? No. So they're going to be under five hundred. <laughs> I predict seven and nine. Seven and nine. Hmm. Now, now I, I will say their division has suddenly become a problem. Well, I'm not stupid enough to believe that the Browns suddenly just because they got a, a malcontent like OBJ, who's very talented, and Baker Mayfield might be able to throw him the ball, but how long before OBJ says, "Yeah, I, I'm not feeling it." Well, I don't like Cleveland, certainly I, no, no nightlife. Probably not at least for one year. I've been They've to got Cleveland. A year. There's no nightlife. <laughs> so he's he not going to be care. happy. You know what? He has access to a jet. He can go find some nightlife if he wants. Maybe that's it. part of the, the yeah. trade. I just, I'm not, I'm not like, now people say, well, Vegas is picking them to win. No, Vegas is trying to get you to bet on Cleveland. That's why they gave them those wins. Not because they actually think they're going to do that. They think you're going to bet and go, whoa, I'm going to get something out of this. I, I do think the Browns uh, I think are... they're better, but I don't think they're that much better. Well, they won. Kareem Hunt's out for eight games, so he's not even going to play for the first eight games. They won. How many games did the Browns win this year? Seven. So Vegas, I think, is picking them to win three more. So they're picking them to win ten. Yeah. I don't know. I think ten might be a lot, but I could easily see them winning nine. Well, you could be right. I, I'm not saying that. I, I think the Steelers have the potential to be eight, nine, ten wins, but I don't think. They're not a cha- they're not going to challenge. I don't believe in in the AFC. They're not going to. I think they're um, honestly with with the way the Chiefs look right now. Yeah. The Chargers are very good. Of course, the Patriots are always there. I think the Steelers championship window Close. for the foreseeable future is Close. done. Well, uh, Ben's not getting younger. He's only getting older. Right. He's getting more frail and more stumbling. Around. Not frail. He's thirty seven, but thirty seven in the NFL after all the hits he's taken, probably not. You know, he's not twenty five. So I'm not looking for him to do a whole lot going forward. I would be surprised. Um, Juju Schuster is now the number one guy without a number two to draw attention away from. So I think he's going to have a harder time catching the ball. And he wasn't 100% all the time throw. To, you know, you throw him and sometimes he'd catch it, sometimes he wouldn't. He would. I'll give you this. Antonio Brown was a much better receiver. He would, he would catch balls you wouldn't think could be caught. Ben Schuster is not that guy. Well, we'll see. Yet. We'll see how good he is and now. And Connor has to stay healthy the whole year. We'll see if he can. I, I mean, it's running backs don't tend to stay healthy all year. They, they get hurt. See, I can't predict that the Chargers are going to the Super Bowl again. Why? Because they, you predict it because it might be right that time. No, because they still haven't fixed and apparently do not have any intention of fixing their offensive line. So I don't really care how great their defensive line is and they're shoring up their secondary. Their offensive line stinks. Mm -hmm. They have to replace at least two starting positions. Most importantly, right tackle, but their guards are pathetic as well. Until they do that, and I've been reading now, you know, again, Tom Telesco is a pretty good GM. I don't know what they're going to do in the draft. All I keep hearing about is defensive tackle, safety. Like, again, (laughs) if you don't fix the offensive line, every... Bill Belichick is just laughing again. Yeah. Listen, we'll see those guys in the playoffs. And we'll we'll stunt them to death. Poor Phillip Rivers will be bulldozed into the turf once more. It doesn't matter. During the regular season, Rivers is good enough to actually, because he can unleash the ball in .3 milliseconds. Oh, it works. Yeah, not when you play good teams in the playoffs. So until they 
until somebody comes to the realization we can't have the 31st ranked offensive line for pass blocking. They were 31st, it's, I thought they were 32nd. 30, well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm predicting AFC title game, Chiefs-Patriots again. Yeah. Rams. Well, how could you, why would you Rams not Saints. pick those teams? I, I don't think the, the Vikings well, have I mean, their... The NFC could be a little bit more of a crapshoot. Could um, be. Could be. I, number one, yes, the Rams are very talented. Uh, who knows what's going on with Todd Gurley? Oh yeah, and I'm. What's well, said Rams Saints? I'm not saying the Rams are going to win it. No, no, I, but I mean, in terms of the Rams, there could be a, a couple other teams that could be in that. Well, equation. Eagles could get their mojo back. The Eagles could be there. The Vikings could actually the figure out how could to do be something. There. The Bears, the could Vikings be. could be there. There's at least, but I agree with you in terms of the AFC Chiefs Patriots is almost. How could you pick anyone other than those two teams? I don't know who else. Could, I mean, you get a lucky break sometime in the playoffs to get in. And now, apparently, Tyreek Hill uh, is. I'm not clear. I haven't heard anything more about this story, and maybe it's nothing. There was some sort of investigation that his child, uh, his arm was broken. There's some insinuation there was some domestic dispute. Although it's not clear to me whether he was even involved. It may have been the mom. They were reporting on this, and now it seems, seems to just sort gone. of go away. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I don't know. know. They lose Tyree Kill, they've got a little bit of a problem. Now, what if Robert Kraft goes away? <laughs> Does that change anything? If Robert Kraft goes away. Are you asking that seriously? He wants to suppress He's the video evidence. He's not going away. He wants to suppress the video evidence. He's been given the option. Say you're guilty, pay a fine. He's not going to do service. it. He's not going to do that. Why would they do that? Well, He's mean, gonna... the NFL can suspend him. Yeah, they're not going to Whatever that means. Him. You spend the owner. Now what? Nobody else can write checks, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that will have no effect whatsoever on, on the patients. I, I read people say, uh, as a victims of domestic abuse and sex trafficking, uh, I think you should get rid of Robert Kraft as an owner. Mike. Sure. You just actually hate Robert yeah. Kraft, and so this is a convenient. That's not me saying that. No, no, no. I'm else. saying those. Yeah. People, but I don't know how it changes. And, well, and the other thing, this whole sex trafficking thing, okay, that's fine. It's a very serious issue. From what I've read about this very ridiculous, sordid, affair is that the two women that he was receiving massages from uh one was 35 and one was 51 so kind of outside of the usual sex trafficking profile i'll take your word on it i don't have any uh, read the read the read the ap story um i don't have any knowledge on that that yeah so i I don't know i i thought it was interesting because i read a couple of articles about this immediately from sports journalists who let's just say historically have not really been all that favorable towards Robert Kraft. And immediately it was this whole sex trafficking angle. And again, I don't minimize sex trafficking at all, but trying to somehow tie him into that because, because what exactly? What, what, what what was the evidence that to me was just, we've been looking for a reason Mm -hmm. to pile on Robert Kraft because Robert Kraft, uh, as far as I know, I think he's a Christian um, he certainly portrays himself that way, so it's not a good look for him. Now, his wife died. His lo- he's been married for 50 years, died of cancer. Yeah. Um, but it, it was fascinating to me to see that angle in multiple stories, sort of like, you know, you may think this isn't a big deal, but it's a huge deal because, it, okay, well, what's your evidence that he knew about that, that, that had anything to do, and apparently it didn't. But that was a convenient angle because they don't like Robert Kraft. And they don't like the fact that he's buddies with Trump. They mm-hmm. don't like the fact that Brady's buddy. Actually, everything comes back to Trump, right? <laughs> yeah, they exactly. basically don't like Robert Kraft because he likes Donald Trump. Yeah, well, did you see that Brady t- tweeted today, his first and only tweet, he's retiring. 
Yeah, I know. For April Fool's, yes. Yes. Uh, he's never... Uh, Unfortunately, eight people in Patriot Nation jumped off a building, <laughs> so he's got that on his conscience now. <laughs> he should. He should. I, 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 I like, yeah, that's an April Fool's joke. Can't you people figure that out? That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's a dangerous yeah. April Fool's joke. Yeah. Got anything else? That's it. All right. We've I, done enough. I want to go out with what Tom Perez thinks of you and I. Okay. Tom and Perez? Tom Perez. This is going to lower Leader my, of the DNC. Is this going to lower my self-esteem? Uh, no, but it's got going to change your opinion. I'm going to toss and turn all night about this. All right, go ahead. Oh, it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> Look that. at that. <laughs> it's gone. We pay all this money. We got an error. We got for, an error. For cutting edge production values, and that's what happens. That's what happens. Sorry, I thought it was still in See, there. you did your whole fancy intro thing, and that's that's what you get. That's gone. Whatever. He doesn't What did he say? He basically said we we got to remove religion from the populace, and we've got to keep it from... Uh, we've got to change their opinions on religion. We've got to change everybody's opinion about religion because it's bad for. I wonder our if future. anyone followed up and said, "You you include Muslims in that?" Tom? No, Christianity is what he's. Oh, I see. About. So he's not removing religion. He's removing the icky religion. Yes, right. Just Christianity. You know, guns and Bibles. Right. right. <laughs> I wonder, well, you know, given the way the Democratic Party goes, someone should ask him about you know the Jewish faith. We're removing Judaism too. I don't think anybody will ask him that, but no. you could you could check. I don't think that's going to. change Maybe I'll anything. jump on Tom's Twitter feed and let me just see if I have it. But I don't think I do. That's all right, that's Tom. Okay. That's that's what I would expect from Tom. Yeah. So that's all we got, folks. That's uh, it. Thanks for joining us. I'm sorry it was so long uh, in between, but you know that was my fault. When when you know? when Tony's uh, uh, working for the CIA, he can't. I really was at a global warming summit and uh, <laughs> very very oh, busy. Just ask him. Saturday night, eight thirty nine thirty was Earth Hour, so I just have to ask. Wait, wait, wait I don't even know what that means. That means you're supposed to turn off all electronics oh. and sit for an hour and ponder the Earth. Ponder My the daughter Earth? came. What? Home. Just electronics? Everything electric. I Lights, wish I had known. Electronic. Now, so my daughter came home. That was her assignment for Saturday night was to turn off all electronics and think about Mother Earth. Think about Mother Earth. So you know what I did. I hope you had every light in the house. I turned on everything. That's exactly what I would have done. In fact, <laughs> my I wife's would, like, why are you doing that? I would have actually done the Clark Griswold and climbed out on the roof and done the Christmas lights nine months in advance. I didn't think about it until it was 829. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to go turn on everything. So I did. Right. And she's every, like, why are you doing this? I'm like, I got to get the blender out. We got we to gotta use some energy. That's right. Crank, spin, spin, crank spin. it up. And then I, I would actually go and rent like a tractor trailer, park it in my driveway, and then just like rev the stacks. For, for you know, for the entire hour. So if you're offended by that, I'm sorry. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know what? I, I hope that I am alerted to Earth Hour next year. We'll have to do something special. I don't know if it's the same time every year. It just happened to be. I didn't even know Earth Hour existed. Let's be First honest. First of all, I'm surprised that they're so. Why only an hour? Good grief! I well, mean, we have Earth Day, but it's also May Day, so they're they're feeling like maybe that's coinciding. Maybe Earth Hour is. A whole day is a little much. Let's try an hour and see if that works. Pretty soon it's going to be a minute, then it's going to be a second, and it's going to be why would you even bother? Yes. I don't know. Well, I missed it. It's a bummer. You missed it. Sorry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Chad. I'm Tony. Good night. This has been a Hannah Tree production.